0: Welcome back to the Twin Chickens Podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, we have so many amazing things happening today, man. So, um, wow. Not only is, um, is we doing it again, but we have someone very special in the studio that I've been trying to get for like months now, man. And every time I try to talk to this guy, he just like he's always busy. He's always doing something. You know, hooking up with chicks. Do yeah, whatever. Right. So many things, man. But first, we got Abino. And on the right there, we can see him clearly, Mr. Kevin Walsh. Dude, what is up?
1: Dude, not shit. I, let's see. Um, I got new glasses. Fantastic! That's probably, like, one of the more exciting things. No, I, a whole lot's been up. Um, I think, I think from the get go, uh, the the year of the year from COVID uh, was strange, but I think overall beneficial to everything in my life. Not like not like that. That sounds yeah. like you know, everybody's like suffering and agony was yeah. like, somehow beneficial towards me. But right, I right. no, I think it helped me like grow a little more inward, uh, which was definitely like more positive than than like than most? Right. Yeah, and, and that's actually part of our topic of conversation
0: here. As one of the things of how did you handle COVID? Uh, for well, me. Hold your thoughts and actually collect them. Well, We'll get into the show. I actually um. like to start the show with a little clip. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty with this for sure. Uh, so first of all, let's start with this. Oh, and uh, do you have anything you want to promote before we
1: start? Mm. Um, uh, let's see. I guess uh, my... Uh, my tournament, which I'll, I'll get into uh, yeah. every, every Thursday in Roseville uh, Fantasy Flight Game Center If you play uh, Super Smash Bros. Come through.
0: That's my shit right there. Oh yeah. That's the good stuff. And uh, his Twitter handle will be on the screen. It'll also be in the uh, description below. But for right now, we're going to get into the nitty gritty. Let's do a little
1: test. I kind of like the way this looks. What do you guys think? The biggest question is, any girls out there want to sit on my face? Fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, uh, have you had a girl sit on your face before, Kev? Or...
1: You know, <laughs> it's the early morning, and I'll, I'll be truthful in saying, oh, yeah, 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 I have actually. Dude, fantastic, man. I, I can't say, uh, I can't <laughs> say I asked like that. But...
0: Pretty straightforward. You, you don't find yourself actually trying that difficult, right, to get uh, women to sit on your face?
1: if only it was that easy that's all i'm saying like if 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 i could just pull it off to be like hey you know is is that in the cards yeah is that is that
2: is is that a possibility right does it all it take is just a a question be like hey would you sit on my face with direct eye contact (laughs) and just let i love leaving long pauses (laughs) because it, it allows people to embrace the silence
0: oh yeah and th- that
2: feels so empowering for me conversationally i do it too much and also i'm good <laughs> with silence so if i ask a question i'm good not answering for a good couple minutes yeah like saying Collect anything. your thoughts yeah and so people will <laughs> just be like not sure how to respond to certain questions right if it's of a certain caliber i guess if but... it's like
0: this. <laughs> Um, well, I don't mean to embarrass you, guy. It was just, uh, I'm curious, like, someone like you is a very handsome guy. Um, I'm just curious, like, how has your love life been throughout this entire time, like, pandemic-wise and just overall?
1: Love life, huh? Yeah, man. Um, Let's see. So, over COVID, I think the the other part that demolished me, I had my second real heartbreak. Ah. Oh my boy Um, yeah it was tough um but it was it was just COVID, like it really was yeah yeah. it's there were no like ill feelings or like uh you know it wasn't this huge blowout it was just like space and time and it's hard when you know everybody's kind of dealing with their own anxieties their own battles and like when you're not able to connect with your partner throughout Mm. that it just creates this huge gap of space that in the end was a, a little too much but it's okay it's you know it's okay it's okay it's uh, part of the it's part of the treatment man that's, that's right how it works. um but so now it's just kind of been uh processing and i guess uh, you could say i'm i'm in my my hoe phase because yeah. i'm wearing all this all, all this bling. all, this yeah, all yeah, this yeah
0: that's good man what about for you, Evan? Uh, obviously, your love life right now is in a bit of a tumble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tumbleweed. You can't
0: imagine it's any good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking terrible. Um, I haven't actively pursued relationships mm-hmm. for a while. And I've just been, like, I don't know, enjoying just meeting new people. Oh, yeah. And I fucked around on, like, Bumble and Tinder. But I only, like, ever went on two, like, actual oh, yeah actual date i don't take like dating apps seriously at all
0: yeah um, i mean but all kind of facetious in a way you know
2: ironically i met uh this cool new person and uh ended up she knows my friends and yeah. they've known each other for like lifelong
0: i actually met one of her best friends from her childhood thingy last week in band practice no way. like how the fuck <laughs> how does this happen
2: that's amazing yeah. yeah i just i love coincidences like that mm-hmm. where it's it's a small world
0: it makes you believe in jesus doesn't it
2: <laughs> and repent for your sins yeah you know, it's all the good stuff in between good stuff man well how about yourself tell uh, me about what your love life's been dude
0: i have been so lonely throughout this pandemic it's been terrible no man i um throughout this pandemic as as you kind of see like uh, i actually haven't done a studio Video for my uh, VBR channel, uh, Visual Variety Radio, where I actually show people what I like, what my apartment looks like. But I used the pandemic to actually start working on the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to take this year fresh, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And actually try to achieve a goal. And if you see on the whiteboard over there, like it, it has a bunch of stuff of like how I orientate my day. And then there's another whiteboard over there that tells oh, me nice. like, you know, all that stuff. Um, But essentially it's about like structuring myself when the year started and then obviously the pandemic uh, when the shutdown actually happened has been like uh, Didn't really affect me too much, which is kind of like stupid to say in a way because like it affects people differently There's other people that actually got hit harder and actually Mm -hmm. people lost lives and family members and all that stuff for me, I I'm more of a not a shut-in, but I I use this time to actively start doing things And I think like with me and Evan, like Evan started, you know, actively doing more things on his, you know, for other band or piano and all that stuff. And for me, I just didn't want to just not do something. I'm a person that likes and needs to do something. And I get frustrated not doing something. Sure. I hate being bored. I hate doing all that stuff. So throughout the pandemic, I learned how to digitally make art. And that's where that little girl, I have a little um, uh, thing that I made, a little anime chick, which I'll give you today. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. Like I used this, this time to accrue knowledge and to, you know, do that. And then I obviously invested in like stock markets and all that stuff because everything was down. So
2: I would like to talk about boredom and how that uh, relates to like creativity. What are you guys' thoughts on, mm. I find when I allow boredom to sink in, which doesn't take longer than 20 minutes of yep. doing nothing. <laughs> 10 maybe, but yeah. 20 minutes is a good good buffer mm-hmm. that I feel my creativity is just on another level or when I I started working in a cube and this has uh, been a couple days now. Right. and it fucking sucks. And so when I get to go home, I mean it's not that bad, but when I get to go home it's there's so much more there right. to, to like the pure just repetition of The rest of the day working or like morning or something right my evenings are that much more glorious because it's something more interesting for me but yeah could you guys elaborate on what you guys have experienced for uh creativity setting in after a certain period of like boredom yeah
1: Mm, creativity setting in after boredom yeah i think for me i'm kind of i'm kind of polar opposite to be honest Mm. when when i I I kind of suck up the energy of like those around me. Hmm. And so when I usually get back from like work or something, I am polar opposite <laughs> from creative mode. I'm like right. I've been bogged down by the <laughs> by the creativeness right. of my job. And and so I don't know, when when I'm around and I think that's why I thrive so so much when you know uh when i'm in a, a group setting for like music you yeah know, say or you know when i'm with you guys or, right. or graham or aaron and we're all just kind of funking out and jamming mm-hmm. that's when i'm like peak stimulated yeah. like so much
0: creativity yeah
1: um
0: do you feel like you would ever want to follow that or pursue that at all
1: music man music's it's it feels like such a such an airy thing to chase you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I like I can never like have it yeah (laughs) you know because I I would always want to keep getting more and more and more um, yeah, it's definitely
0: a rabbit hole that you just keep slipping into and just keep going down. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: Exactly like a rabbit hole. And so I think while I would love to chase it and, and to like pursue it, mm. I don't know. I'm still I'm still working on finding that confidence within myself to like believe that, you know, maybe that is in the realm of possibilities or, you know, maybe that is something that I could do Um you know, years from now, or better yet, as a career. Right. Um. So, well, the way I see
0: it is that, like, for me, my I don't really have, like, boredom sets in. Like we were talking about before, it's yes. it's tough. Um, it's tough for me to put into words because when I get home, I'm seething in anger. So <laughs> I'm always angry, <laughs> and I hate that. I hate that about myself because like there's not so much of what happened at work. Sometimes, yeah, there are things that affect
2: me at work. And have can, you been taking you know, your hibiscus? I haven't.
0: But today I have. I started today today because I needed to be in in a very good constant state. But what ends up happening is like when I get home, I start to see the life around me of like, oh my God, I have three hours before I have to go to bed. I need to do something. So either like working on a little bit of audio, drawing for two hours, I need to do something to get... To scratch that itch you know because mm-hmm. if I don't I start to feel like shit like my life isn't going nowhere I'm not going to be anything and I yeah. can't make financial independence for myself I start to get all of those thoughts and mm-hmm. it just helped me sleep better too because like when you people that can't sleep at night um, which like I developed like a that kind of thing where I just have all these negative thoughts in my head at night mm. and I'm like fuck this I can't I don't want to do this anymore so it, it actually equated to me, actually, before I sleep, doing something productive. It makes me feel fulfilled. Absolutely. And
2: then I just fucking out like. And, light. dude, it's like not looking at your phone, like, mm-hmm. the hour before you go to bed. Yeah. It's what you, like, the first and last things you do before when you're sleeping Yeah. are, like, the critical points of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, what you feed yourself. Even during the day, I'm trying to look at my phone less and be cons- less consuming of media. Right. Or just whatever content, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, and filling it with more me yeah like whether it's creative or just taking the time to be by myself in in silence i guess right in a a way of letting the boredom set in i feel like i can also get in touch and learn who i am Mm -hmm. as a self Mm. i'm finding uh my mind is being blown when i spend more time like i've only i don't meditate much
1: but oh, of like really the few helpful.
2: times I like drink tea and just sit down for like five minutes. Yeah. Can't imagine what people feel like after an hour. I I don't sit down enough with myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, the way I, I feel after I like either open my eyes or get up from a meditative state. Right. It's something else.
0: It is, man, because you actually like uh, you take it all in, you know, you, you unfold yourself and you take what life what your life is, was, and can be all in a singular point. That's what, you know, I, I achieve meditation through that kind of stance. Like and then I burst myself like, ah, fuck, I got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> and then I start to like actively do something. And it, it, it pumps my blood. It's weird because like, I calm myself down. I think about all these things. And then I just shoot back up like, fuck. Anyway. Huh. But Kevin, I thought you were uh, taking, well, back in college, because we used to go to the same college together, mm-hmm. uh, theater. Yes, you were a theater kid. I was. So yes. I thought like, for me, going to theater was a fucking awakening when I took theater one and two, because it yeah. got me out of my shell in like a most profound way. Oh, yeah. Do you think that that did that for you and like for yourself moving forward? You know, all that I, sort of stuff?
1: I absolutely. I, <laughs> I think about my, my time in theater. Um, <clears throat> I, I started doing theater my freshman year of high school, kind of by accident because my My friend's mom, they're kind of like my second family. She was the uh, director in my high school. And with her being kind of an important figure in my life, she convinced me to try theater. And I think more so than not, theater has given me tons of benefits. I mean, as far as being like comfortable in social settings, Mm -hmm. like... Knowing, it it helps me with opportunity even, you know, like that whole, it's, it's a theater mentality of the, the yes and, you Mm -hmm. know, like you, in a scene you, you want to, you want to say yes to your partner, the person you're working with and then continue that. Right. Rather than, you know, no, you know, when somebody says no in a scene, it's like sharp over, you know, Mm -hmm. there's not really anything to build off of from no and you can take that take that silly warm up from theater into real life and it's like surprisingly helpful so i right. and it's just there's really nothing like it i i was talking with a friend of mine just a couple of days ago and um mm-hmm. and i talked about that that feeling that always gets you back and it's that feeling of opening night feeling feeling the pressure, feeling everything of like three months oh, built yeah. up. And now it's go time. You know, it's show time. It's time to get out there and, and show off like what you've been practicing. Right. Um, and, oh, talk about a, a, a high that you just can never get enough of. You're just like, whew, do you ever think of pursuing get that out there? Um, again, it's, I, I think a lot of this like literally stems to hmm. like, the fact that I are still like am lacking in terms of like belief in my own ability. Mm. So um, to kind of go full circle as to what we were talking about before, uh, you guys were touching on meditation. I kind of wanted to throw uh, my input in there yeah, because yeah. throughout COVID um, a lot of it was prompted because I was kind of going through a breakup. Like it was, you know, kind of going on on its way you know it kind of felt like dead man walking status Mm. and so uh i picked up meditation and uh it's it's really helped me it's it's become a a grounding technique you know like because i i i get really locked up here and like i I start nodding my own thoughts like a like a quilt Mm. and so there's it, it just felt like there was never enough time to even like sort through my own thoughts and so I started walking actually um, and walking and just being outside and like even I, I tried pushing myself to walk in conditions that I didn't necessarily think were great because that was something I was trying to like teach myself is that it's like it, to physically teach myself that it's okay to still be present In not perfect conditions, you know? Right. Because it's very rare that it's going to be this, you know, perfect layout. And it never really is, man. Everyone
0: has their own, like, things inside themselves that, like, we're all working towards, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, there's, like I said, part of my thing is, like, working through all my anger and, uh my not sadness but just the things that like bring me down my the negativity in my life yeah that's the thing i'm trying to push back and like hold on to uh or not hold on to to get rid of and that's why like i, I actively try to do something about it but like most people turn I, I'm not, I don't do drugs like at all like ever i drink maybe once every four months
1: right a healthy glass of wine
0: yeah at least i, I once in a while, I like to do that. Uh, but it, it's rare that I actually turn to any drugs or to anything to fill the void that I'm so much lacking in. Mm. Because I don't have, I do have family, but my family is very estranged. They don't provide the love that I want and need. You know? Mm. Uh, my mom moved to Texas and she was the only one that actually gave me anything. And my sister is like the sister that lives really close to me who has, you know, my, um, gave birth to my nephew. Um, she, like, I'm working. We're not. We're, we're working together of, like, building a very healthy relationship with each other. And it's, you know, it's, it's a little teeter-tatter balance, but it takes effort, for sure, on all fronts mm-hmm. to at least fill in that void somehow of, like, yeah. things that we all need, you know? So, I, I thought it was interesting uh, just hearing you say that. Uh, what about for you, Evan? What do you think? Um, repeat the question. Well, what do you think about, like, um, how you fill your void in? Because, like, Evan uh, – Evan, Kevin – you guys have like the same almost like the same kind of starting yeah. Yeah. uh but kevin here um you know he in, instead of meditating he does a different thing where he actually goes out and collects his thoughts and right. all these things and puts it into perspective for you you touched upon it already meditating but yeah I, what do you think that you are mm, like trying to take off or trying to overcome
2: definitely um i can highly relate to the COVID experience and um mm. I actually during that period got, went for walks as well, mm-hmm. and that was such a great way to clear my head, especially for having spent such a long, extended periods amount of time in my basement, right? And just to experience fresh air is extremely healthy, right? But besides that, um, finding my own, um, I struggle with being alone, mm-hmm. and uh, I can embrace it. And I, I feel good when I'm alone at times and like I'll, I'll need my space. Yeah. I definitely used to need a lot more space, but I've, I've really grown to enjoying people's company that I'm, it's almost addicting. Yeah. And I'm trying to find the balance for myself of how much social I need and also to focus on this whole mental change of, gro- I, I guess, for me, growing up yeah. and pursuing and actively being driven. Uh, should I say right?
0: Because it all pays off in the like even just doing small things. That's what I was going to tell you, Kevin. Uh, doing small things in your life to put yourself into this. I I talked to Evan about this a while ago too of a focus mentality mm-hmm. because there's my uncle told me that there's a there's a difference between being focused and achieving what you want to achieve because you only have so much time. I have like probably ten years left and I'm dead, so I only have so much time, right? But then there's this. The getting into a focus mentality and then just living a fantasy, you know?
2: Absolutely. And I think it's super important to unlock that for yourself. I'm really trying to work on it, but living in your own fucking, as I call it, heaven. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to be dead to experiencing something, to experience something better. Everything I want to experience is in here. Right. And I'm working through that as I'm finding relationships as well. It's... Um you can't find happiness through, you can find it, I guess, through people, but it's mm-hmm. all within. Right. And so whatever you tell yourself, feed yourself, and want to believe is what you'll start experiencing. So I'm believing and learning self-talk is crazy helpful for my own personal and mental health. Absolutely. Um, cool. But fuck, I forgot where we were, uh, where we were going with that. But. No, that I kind of like the I way, way this looks.
0: But uh, um, we got a little heavy, so let's... Let's move on to one of these, man. Because we have, like I said, so much more to talk about. Absolutely. I think this is... Dude, what are you (laughs) carving right now, dude? What are you sharping right now? Dude, are you making some type of small, petite structure? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we were talking about hobbies, man. So uh, I love to draw and paint and all that good stuff um play guitar piano like I oh, I love to actively do something but in terms of hobbies Kevin today's about you man what do you like to do for hobbies man what's your what's your thing
1: oh let's see um i would say theater obviously is is still up there for me mm-hmm. i i've been looking to actually audition for a show coming up i want to do one at uh at Ashland which is uh, uh it's not like a big theater company, but it's like, you know, the next step up pretty known. Um, yeah. And right. so I want to, I want to audition there because it's about time. I, I like I said, you yeah. know, I need, I need to scratch that itch, um, to get back on stage. But, um, the biggest hobbies that I, you know, we, we talked about kind of accepting, uh, hobbies. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, doing something and, right. and making it a reality. Um, I started streaming over uh, quarantine, which I always thought was like, I had mixed feelings on it. Cause I was <laughs> like, you know, it's quarantine. Everybody's streaming. Like I'm yeah. just gonna be the, you know, the next one in line or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, it's actually been pretty fun. And, you know, throughout uh, COVID, I I didn't have a job or anything. So <laughs> even, even if it was just like a hundred, 200 bucks, whatever a month, it was still like, so cool to be receiving money for like, you know, playing games and just like chatting with my friends. I, you know, it was a surreal time. Yeah. Um, and now even better, you know, what I, my project over COVID had been was, uh, was setting up this tournament that I've been running for 10 weeks now. Um, which is crazy yeah, to say.
0: Yeah, when I went, dude, it was blowing the roof for sure. <laughs> it was awesome, man. It was really and, cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so lucky in that sense because, you know, truly we we started that I I went up to my friend and I was like it all started with just me being like it would be really cool if we ran our own tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and and from there, we just over the course of like Five months started piecing it together slowly and slowly, and um we walked into our first venue, like like straight out of like a like success story, you know what right, I mean? Right. Where it's like it just unbelievably worked out. We walked in there, just two guys, we had never organized anything, we didn't even have like a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just two guys who had been in the scene for a long time, and we walked in, we were like, hey would you guys be interested in in running and hosting a tournament? And they were like, absolutely, we would be. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just like, that's what I mean. It was almost so anticlimactic that it was like, wow, I, I can't really believe that just worked. It's just that easy. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Well, uh, actually,
0: I don't think it's that anticlimactic because I actually think, like we were talking about, uh, living, f- pursuing a focused Passion or focused anything in your life, whatever you want to achieve and living in a fantasy You could have chose not to do any of that Stayed at home on the couch. Just smoke some weed. That's it But you did and like it, it's not so anticlimactic. It's more the fact that you went out and you did the thing and it's just it really to me. That's like a I'm reading way more into this but back when I was in college I, When I wanted to do something I felt like I had the power to do it mm. Like I could just all I had to do was just go ask You know what I mean? And go, do that. I'm not breaking any laws. I'm not holding people at gunpoint, like, do this or I'm going to kill you. Like, no, I'm not like that. I'm just like, hey, let's, can we try to do this? Like, what do we do? Yeah. And then go from there. But it's always about, like, getting yourself out of that shell. And you did that, which is a a pretty powerful thing. You might not see it that way, but I I definitely see it as a very huge, um, what's it called, growth in Uh, uh, in human beings.
1: Yeah, I, man, I, I couldn't... I probably couldn't agree, like, more in the sense that, you know, I, like, it's fulfilling to a point where, like, after every week, it it just, like, I think that's why this project has been really good for me and really cool for me is because, um, truly it's, it's just this growing, uh, project, you know, every, every Mm -hmm. week. And that's what I really like about it is that it's never done there's always like after every week you know i'm thinking already about like you know how can we improve things you know what are some areas that like i could tighten up or or new and interesting ways to keep people engaged or wanting to come back um and so it's kind of like it's kind of like my little baby you know like I, i get to like nurture this thing and and really see it through from start to finish and whenever finishes is completely up to me which is really cool
0: see that's what i that's like i said it's something i value is that that's the growth of a leader and you are in a way your own leader that you can just move mountains thinking about moving a mountain you know it's like that's the way i tackle things (laughs) Mm -hmm. because like if you could like do if if moving a mountain is so like astronomically impossible for you but you do something small to like try to move it every day eventually it's the it's your mentality of like it doesn't it's not even about moving the mountain anymore it's about that I will try and I will move it you know what I mean uh, what about for you Evan uh, any hobbies anything you've been trying to accomplish throughout this pandemic or just even all this time
2: um, filling it in I definitely I think I did a little bit of streaming but definitely not to the extent that you have Yeah. Um, but filling it in with time with music and stuff but I really like that mentality mm-hmm. uh, not to just bounce off of like what I did but right. um, when you were talking about moving the mountain I think that's Building habit is, mm-hmm. or habits plural, yeah. is an extremely important factor of like you know just moving a few small rocks and eventually over time or even um, gaining not necessarily an audience but a, uh, people to join you, right? Or uh, being in a certain environment where people are encouraged and encouraging each other to help move these rocks, ultimately moving a mountain, right? Creating something bigger than yourself, right? Um, and I'm finding that uh, with my own uh, music, as I'm like I'm pursuing um, playing instruments better and working on an album, mm-hmm. and just the progress of being a better musician, I get to find I'm meeting new people, and also just creating new things, um, creating new experiences with the people I already know too, right. is amazing.
0: And um, we still have so much to do, man. Like we haven't done yeah. anal yet. But we still have to. It's still early in the year.
2: Very early in the year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in any case, uh, <laughs> let's keep moving on. <laughs> we have so many more things, dude. Uh, let's try this one. I ain't gonna lie, homie. Sometimes, like, when you don't have a girl, homie? Like, you gets a little lonely, dog. You when a little lonely. Oh, damn. <laughs> he does, oh, Damn. Dude, he, uh wow. So, I, I love women. I should definitely... Straight like I'm 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 a hundred percent straight arrow. I love women to death. I haven't dated anyone because I'm still working on myself. Cool. And like bringing where I was like ten months ago, I was in a the lowest of low, and I would I don't want to bring all that stuff to a girl. So now I'm just working on myself, and I feel like I'm much more level headed. I'm a much more different person from back then.
1: Mm.
0: Or now I can actively achieve. Or pursue a a solid relationship or at least that's what I want to do and then eventually move into a family because that's the state that I'm in right now Mm. like I said I'm gonna die soon so I need to like (laughs) I need to make the hobbits you know I need to make the peoples uh, so I can actually like you know um, have a family and start growing my own happiness are
2: there key uh, key things that you guys um, see in yourselves that you want to focus on or you're excited Mm -hmm. to have for personal growth like any Specific areas
0: hmm Like uh, in terms of what I want to do eventually
2: yeah, whether it's eventually or just um, Day-to-day what what do you find? um, Maybe inspiring or like that you notice of yourself that you are excited to develop
0: So for me, I'm developing more. uh, I don't know if you see the squirtle back here But like I love to paint and do stuff. I have like a whole collection of paintings that I'm trying to sell as well but that's one of the stuff that I'm trying to actively do is when I make music it's to sell it online you know when I make paintings it's to sell it so I can make my own independence those are the small little things that I'm working and doing mm-hmm. I eventually want to make my own uh, manga because like that's the thing that I've been trying to do for years now you know I have like mm-hmm. I made a new story of a um, of a little Pokemon thing with a little girl that's what she, that's where she's from a little uh, sketch that I made and uh, I actively want to do these things because that's what I've been wanting to do for Long time now, but now it's like actively doing things feels like it's fulfilling myself. Uh, whatever for you, Kev? What do you think?
1: I think for me, one of the coolest developments I have coming in right now um, is is honestly uh, music. Um, that was that's a big thing that's always been important in my life uh, since I can remember. I mean, even my first year of college, I, I tried uh, going to to music school, which I do air quotes, you know, music school is very real and, and it right. is very beneficial. I just, I I think I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I, I'm i more, I'm trying to listen more to like the intuition and like feeling of things and like, I don't know. I've, and I, I think that's why I've really been jiving, like uh, jamming out with, with Evan and, and Graham and, and Aaron and like. Yeah like being a part of that group is is so like refreshing for me. I I feel like I express it every time we jam out cuz it's like I it's it's such a cool feeling that like I I just have to remind you guys every time how awesome it is yeah. to be like even just even if we're incorrect and that's something you guys have really been been helping me uh teach myself is mm-hmm. um is kind of taking my own advice you know i i work at a camp uh, for arts camp and you know we work with young kids uh like fourth to eighth grade and that's one of the more fulfilling activities and things in my life that i've done for years now but i i'm finally kind of applying that motto that i've been teaching for so long which is one of the key things make a loud mistake like be comfortable enough in where you are and and you know the skin that you wear and, and who you are to make to make a choice as you and know that even if your choice doesn't go the way you you wanted it to that it's still your choice and it was still a fine choice because you put your all into it um and so really finding that in music has been like something i'm really excited to like keep going with that's dude, very cool absolutely yeah
0: i feel like dude you 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 hit the nail on the head nothing comes without a price you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: me learning to draw or me learning to do something i've learned through my failures even running my business that i have right now i have i've learned through all of my failures to now know what i shouldn't do you know and what right. i should do and focus on those things but nothing comes without a price man and like even if it comes so insignificant as in like you know, putting off two hours of a day for this, but for me, it's I really resonate with that part of like, you have to focus uh, and have fun with what you got to do. You know, if you don't enjoy what you do, it's it's just kind of whatever. But for right. me, like even playing guitar, or playing piano, we're gonna mess up all the time. But you're doing something that's fun, and it's just. You don't see it as like, oh, damn it, I messed up on a note. No, you just got to keep going, kind of like in theater. You're just like, if someone yells the word no or whatever the fuck, like (laughs) out of nowhere, if it's like an improv scene, you have to go with it. It's part of the thing. Mm -hmm. But then it also makes you grow like, oh, I shouldn't have done this or that during this part, and now I can't. Now we're ready for the next one. Mm -hmm. That's like the most positive way to look at things. What about for you, Evan? Absolutely.
2: No, I I would definitely agree that it's such a yes and factor, like Mm -hmm. you brought up, and um, that's such a key key factor in finding um, finding that within yourself like all I started improvising way more on piano and Uh um, this new piano job opportunity has allowed me to do because of my lack of um, repertoire Mm -hmm. I have pretty much two hours to fill right and so I end up improvising quite a bit (laughs) and um, which is good it's, it's internally frustrating because i'm in a public setting i have to i put it mentally on myself to not mess up right but what is messing up and so whenever i do it's trying to find a creative way to allow the mistake to unlock itself i don't know how right. to describe it if oh, the, no no i like in, a, that. in a technical way yeah. if i'm in like e flat or whatever and i play an accidental note that isn't in the diatonic fucking chord or right. in the scale i'll make a way to flush it into what it needs to be or what i'm hearing out of my own right ear and it's allowing the yes and to step in and be like okay we're we're going with this yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna mold its own way and i don't have to worry about finding my own self to calm down and be like okay it's there's nothing to worry about we just need to find a way to make it happen yeah
0: this might sound weird but the way i tackled piano was that I've seen it on a, on a YouTube videos of like how to play piano, where they green out the parts that are going to be played, and then they red out the parts that are not going to be played. Do you do that mentally when you do that when you're playing piano? You're I like, see oh. shapes.
2: Yeah. Um, and I, I hear it a lot from guitarists, and I don't talk to enough pianists, but mm-hmm. I see the the scale shapes. Right. And I'm seeing way more opportunity. It's it's interesting trying to develop my own jazz, right? Because there's a lot more to there's a lot more notes, right? Just to put Mm -hmm. it simply.
0: Well, it's all laid out for you right there (laughs) yeah,
2: and um, so to try to understand I'm learning that every scale everything has its own voice. Mm -hmm. Everything has like purpose and so an F minor sounds way different than a C minor and and I don't know. It's it's finding where each individual sound can go, and I feel it's easier to demonstrate for you guys. But when when I'm in a in a certain space in right. a certain environment that I've created on a on a scale or like a, a key, let's say, right, it's what I'm doing with uh, with it that helps shape it, right, um, to create its own unique universe. Yeah, it,
0: you're just building the picture, Absolutely. like in a puzzle. Yeah. So, something that I did for hobbies, right, is I actually, I don't mean to derail too much, but we were talking about hobbies, and I tried stand-up comedy for the first time. Tell me about that. On Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I bombed. <laughs> I totally fucking bombed. So, uh, when you go, I went to Acme Comedy uh, over, Yeah. you know, over here in, uh, in yeah. Minneapolis, and it was like a open mic on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Last Two weeks ago I thought it was gonna be on Monday because that's what I saw on the website and that day I rolled my fucking ankle at work so I'm like fuck if this is the worst that it's gonna be then there's nothing anyone at stage can like tell me or do something to me to make me you know to take away this pain it's it's like this is the worst that it's gonna get so I mentally put my mind ready to go to the acne but that was Monday I find out that it's Tuesday, and I'm like, "Fuck my fuck so life." So then,
2: did you use that as content material? Well, here's
0: the thing: the, so the next week rolls in, it's Tuesday, and I had this whole thing. I yes, I was gonna tell that story, and I was gonna tell about my whole dating experience throughout COVID or whatever. Um, <laughs> there was everyone else that went up though. Had I was the third person up by the way. When you're new, they want you to go first to get like the it's your first time, and I was the first time er there. Yeah. So I go there. Uh, I'm the third person up, and I'm just—I wanted to be like more in like the fifth or sixth or seventh to get the vibe, because I don't know what the vibe is. Yeah. I don't know if I can say or do things yet for what there, because like I had a whole thing ready, yeah, like rolling the ankle and talking about the dating thing. But people started off with the that exact same thing, and you only have three minutes. Three minutes is a long time, by the way. It's it's a long good amount of time if you don't if you don't get into rhythm, then yeah, you're stuck in those three minutes. If you do, it go, fly by like quickly. So. I did, I I took down all of these notes, man. I mentally prepared myself. I got all these notes ready. I did all everything to prepare myself. But at the end of the day, uh when those first two comics went up, it really put into perspective like, oh shit. They were talking about the same things I was gonna talk about, like online dating, and all that stuff. Like, fuck. And I didn't want to like repeat and just follow yeah. off the trails of that. So I was the third one up. So when I went, I just I left my notebook there that had like what I was gonna talk about, which is not good if you're a beginner like I everything I took like I said all of those failures that uh, from that night I learned and I know what to do for next time. I'm just pumped I'm ready for fucking Hell Tuesday yeah. you know what I mean so I go up there and I tell the story of how I lost my fear of Chucky the killer doll so I told that story and it did not kill it just Totally bombed, and I, the only reason I got collapsed and stuff is because people were saying like, "Oh, you were the, it's your first time, yay!" But it's like, fuck me, uh, I totally fucking bombed. Yeah. You can, dude, and when you bomb, there is no laughter. Everyone's just looking at you, waiting for something to happen, and I was this close to taking my clothes off. <laughs> I was this fucking close but uh it was really cool because yoshi came and he brought uh, some friends over and i'm like dude thank you guys for coming just even you guys i feel like yeah it it supported me in a much bigger way to like they, they didn't give me so much pointers later on but because it was getting late but it was like barely informative like what they liked what was okay in their community and then just like thinking about the overall scope of things I took a lot of notes and I'm super fucking ready for next time. But learning without failure is the biggest fucking thing.
2: Yeah. But also learning to fail is an interesting concept that I'm wrapping my mind around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to fail. Yeah, absolutely. And just being excited to fail. Yeah. In a way like I'll uh, for anything I do it's prepping like for either a show or a performance or whatever I put my heart into. Something things go wrong, yeah, or not as planned should I say. Mm-hmm. And so it's being okay with that and uh, treating it, everything, all the failures as just an experience to learn rather than as a, something to pull away from or like if once you meet negativity or the no, it's learning to go past that.
0: Right. What about for you Kev, do you feel like you ever messed up so big at a, like doing a, a screen testing or just like in an actual theater environment where you just screwed up your lines and you just had to go with it
1: oh yeah um actually it was uh uh, i'll never forget uh it and it's so funny because a lot of a lot of those like you know monumental mistakes you look back at and you just kind of laugh at because they probably weren't you know such a big deal um, right. but it was my first show in high school the first one I'd ever done Right, and I'm on stage and I got one of the lead roles um, because uh, it was Lily and the Purple Plastic Purse that was the show uh, it's a children's show and right. Chester and Wilson the two best friends of Lily I was uh, um, Wilson and <laughs> there's a uh Excuse me, there's a a picnic scene where we're all just out having a picnic. Right. And I was sitting cross legged, cross legged, and we had tails because we're mice. And I didn't realize that my tail was under my foot when I was sitting at the picnic and so i stood up and ripped my tail off on stage and i'm standing there and my friend uh tony palomo and uh who is chester
0: yeah
1: he's he's looking at me and i'm looking at him (laughs) and he recovered he he recovered for me he looked at me and he was like Oh, you forgot to take your medicine again, didn't you? <laughs> that's and, a quick line. And wow, you know, it was just—it was so like witty and quick, and it was just like ah, uh, you know, obviously, you Dude, know, he
0: saved can, it. Oh right. my god, but making
1: the light out of it exactly. And <laughs> I I think that's that's where theater helps me again. You know, is yeah. like those quick moments where it's like, you know, how how quick can you just like bounce back into rhythm even even in face of something that should have been like mm. derailing for the show you know because i very easily could have just said nothing red faced <laughs> bent down and grabbed my <laughs> tail and walked off stage
0: oh my god but
1: instead you know it was turned into to one of the the better um like Improv scenes of the show. That's how amazing, are, man. Yeah.
0: See, for me, it was a. Uh, I will never forget this either. I was uh, i was playing at a. I think it was Foursquare or for somewhere in Minneapolis downtown with my old Christian hard rock, hardcore band, and my all my strings just broke in like the first song. <sighs> Could you imagine how oh my angry God. I was? So I was like, I'm fucked, and I was like so disappointed, and I couldn't play that first song. And then one of the other guitarists came up and he's like, dude, take my guitar and you can play this. I'm like, fuck yes, thank you so much. But I learned from there, always change your strings. Little things like that, that like peek at your humility. Mm -hmm. And oh my Mm. God, dude, you will never forget those moments. Those are the growing moments. Definitely. Do you ever do that for yourself? Um,
2: (laughs) I guess I have never broken a string alive, which I'm very thankful for. Well,
0: when you play bass,
2: it's almost impossible. (laughs) It's very, it's probable. Yeah at some point it will happen but that when that happens <laughs> that's going to be very interesting for me
0: it's just going to snap and kill someone in the front on the first row man. especially
2: if it's the higher strings the Ooh. low strings are surprisingly low tension so if yeah. they break they just kind of flop right. but the g string and how thick the cable is it's concerning yeah. if i <laughs> if i snap at rim, the right tension it could go and take somebody's eye out which is concerning but At the same time, I hope that I can develop as a musician to avoid those things and know, know my, know my limits.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Dude, that's great stuff, man. Let's, let's keep trugging on here. We only got a couple minutes left, actually. So let's, um, let's do this one. I can't play the whole thing because it's, it's gonna make me cry. Uh, do you guys (laughs) believe in love, man? We were just talking
1: do about you online dating. Believe,
2: no. No? Do, you <laughs> Kevin, do you believe in love? Yeah, man.
1: Do I believe in love? Uh, what a
2: tricky question, because like unfold how many ever layers you feel. Oh yeah, right. Peel well, back the sausage. It's and that's such a broad <laughs> topic.
1: Exactly, and so I, it's a lot to unpack. Um, do I believe in love? Yes, is the short answer. Mm-hmm. Um but again, you know, I, I kinda touched on it earlier and it's especially prominent in the area of love where it's you know, it's it's ever changing. It's it's so it's so hard to like pin down what it actually should be. And so right. to say I believe in it is is kinda have you ever seen
0: it? Let's let's go with that. Or like seen, seen something seen that like,
1: whoa, this this is what love is, or whatever. I think I see it in little moments mm-hmm. every day. Actually, um it's really funny you mentioned that because I I felt like I did. I was driving through um Minneapolis on my way home. I dropped a friend off at work, and as I'm driving home, um I saw this couple and you know, it, it was. It's always those little moments, those yeah, yeah. candid moments. I, I did photography for a long time, and it makes me, makes me want to always have my camera on me because right. those little moments are so precious. You know, where you know, like the, um, it it was uh, two women, and um, she grabbed her partner's hand, mm-hmm. and the other one just smiled, and they were walking out of the diner. And little moments like that, you know, oh, yeah, where yeah. I where I would say, you know, in that little moment. That was genuine love. Yeah, yeah. Or even, even, um, uh, like, and love doesn't have to be, like, such a heavy word, you know? I feel like uh, it gets, like, really intense, you know? People hear the word love, and they're like, whoa. Well, in the wrong context, it's like,
0: it's your first time, you know, on a date, and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys go home, and you guys are about to have sex, and then they turn, you know put on a strap on and then you look back at them and they're like, I love you And it's like Oh no, this is bad
1: and uh it's like too soon. So I get that. Yeah, well it exactly. And so I um but you know it, it was even it was even really cute. I mean I'm gonna put you on the spot, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you yeah, 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 in, yeah. in Please a spotlight. Do. But Go for even it. even last night, um, you know, the night was winding down. We were all just kind of vibing on the couch right. and and Evan and his lady were, uh, monge. We're, we're just <laughs> chilling on the couch. And, um, and, you know, they were, we, we had an astronomical amount of drinks. And so, um, they were just kind of, like, resting into each other. And there uh-huh. was one little, and that's what I always say, those, those little moments. Uh-huh. Evan turned his head and he kissed her on, on just, like, the top of her head. Right. And... You didn't get to see it, but I got to see it oh, from an outside perspective. What? She grinned and smiled and leaned into you more. And those little moments are those ones that I'm like, you know, I think I think it genuinely is out there. And I, I do think it is a thing. I just, it's so hard to box it, you know, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Like it, this is love.
0: It's a big concept, man. Like for me, I've only seen it in my parents with my mom and my stepdad. Mm-hmm. That to me is like. It was and will always be the example of the perfect relationship the what love actually is and you like you said these just little moments that like when I reflect on it now older I'm like this is what I want to do yeah this is a, I want to build a healthy this not perfect because no relationship is perfect but just these little things where like we get each other we vibe and we yeah. want to do these things and so but really. Evan I didn't know you were such a romantic man you don't do that with me what an
2: asshole! <laughs> <I'm>, uh,
0: you're <laughs> calling me
2: out here. I, I know, I put him it. on blast. Yeah. But, no, it's good. And Arturo, I'm, I'm... I can't express how deeply sorry I am. I don't allowed myself to express enough with you. It's, I
0: mean, just once in a while, man! It'd be nice! And just here in my apartment by myself! My fucking tangerines over there are fucking molded, dude! I'm yeah. fucking breaking down here! I can't get any kind of passion from you?
2: I... I don't know what to say, I'm a little speechless. I just, but, for the record,
0: I do love Evan with all my heart, so... I just want that to be put <laughs> but out But I do
2: want to talk about those little moments... Mm-hmm. Um... Gonna be a little vulnerable, like, I fucking love those little moments as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I... I get butterflies when those moments happen. Because like when you either squeeze like someone's hand a little bit mm-hmm. tighter oh, yeah. and they squeeze back or whatever it is, it's reassuring to have another presence there. Oh yeah, yes. and it's um, really satisfying for me personally. Would you guys uh, absolutely say the same for for yourselves? like when you get to see those moments, you can whether see it, experience, it, feel it, whatever, um, feel a certain way.
1: Yeah, I I think for me, um I my last seven years I've been in a relationship. I was with uh my girlfriend from high school, my my high school sweetheart. Oh
0: wow, okay. My
1: first heartbreak and um you know, she you know, that was all very new to me. Um but I'm actually really grateful for that relationship uh, for a lot of reasons because um, it kind of taught me at a really early age that, you know, that kind of love is like, and this is why I say it's real, is because while we're not together, we haven't been together for several years. Mm -hmm. um, We're now, you know, within the last year, especially after COVID, we're now comfortable enough where like we can still like check in with each other you know she's happily seen uh this guy leaf and you know they they seem very happy with each other and you know that doesn't like affect me like that anymore you know i'm not like jealous or anxious or Mm -hmm. you know like worried um but instead it's just that love the box has now taken a different shape and that's still okay um and i really uh so I I really appreciate that I feel like I'm kind of getting off topic. Well, no, I I
0: so for me I um I was just gonna touch on that. Yeah. I uh, I always think that there's, for your entire life, there's a span of people that are gonna be in your life and that are mm-hmm. gonna come in the right moment. For me, all the girlfriends that I've ever had, even like the the worst ones, have always I've always gotten something much more positive in myself after reflecting on those mm. things. And even my last girlfriend, um, who. When we came back from Mankato, uh, we broke up in Mankato, but we were like not living together. We were really close by in these apartments that were like kind of separate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we we were gonna move in together. But at the end of the day, um, she wanted to, um, <clears throat> what's it called do something else and like live a different lifestyle from what we were because I was ready for a commitment and I was gonna marry her and everything mm-hmm. and start working towards that. But she didn't want that, which is totally fine. I'm not gonna force anyone to like, yeah. you know, bind someone down. Um. <clears throat> But from there, uh, years later, um, even though we broke up and it's it definitely hurt, right? Absolutely. Um, I learned that I wasn't perfect in that. Even though, like, I was much, I I changed as a person from my even the last girlfriend before that, like, significantly, as in like Mm -hmm. um, how I treat people and how I just get along with them. And I thought with going with my last girlfriend, it was the most, uh, it was the the closest thing I've ever gotten to like a perfect relationship and she was so we like we got each other she got yeah. me and i got her it was it was perfect but then like years later we met just surprisingly i was at a soccer game and then she was there with her mom like watching a play that was going on upstairs i think it was a high school musical or something like that and she was like i was only here cuz she was going to give me a ride to a friend's house or to go hang out with him and i'm like you know what it was just i still even though I don't have romantic feelings for her anymore, I still love her as a person.
1: Absolutely,
0: you know, and that's a it's a very strong thing to do, uh, and even to admit um, in those moments. But I told her, like, I whatever, if you still want to hang out, I still love you for sure. Yeah. All right, I'm getting a call from uh, from the Graham Cracker. So give me like ten seconds. Uh, let's let's do it. Live on the air. Live on the air. Yo, what's up, Graham? You're live on the podcast. What's going on? Hello,
2: Graham. Is your volume up?
0: I think so. Graham! Hello! Huh. It's like he called me, but his thing was on a uh, well, thing. Let me call him back and get his input real quick. Oh, he said he can't talk? Oh, he might have accidentally butt dialed me. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I don't know what the heck that was. Uh, But anyway.
2: Yeah, any closing thoughts?
0: Yeah, well, we. Dude, like I said, love is. um. It's a very it's it's a bigger topic yeah and it takes more time to actually and I think it's into
2: super it. cool to be able to go down each rabbit hole that larger topics have like mm. for such a small word that love is there's so many avenues that it can yeah. take does take and
1: so many stem absolutely oh yeah. i got a thing from graham Here i'm you. driving right now and i can't figure out how to get my phone to work but uh we're headed back from breeze right now i'm hung over shit, but we should be there at 11 30. So
0: we'll all walk in the door at the same time. <laughs> we'll see you in a bit. All right, cool. Um, I can't. Whoa! How do I just send him a? This is how old I am? I'm like fuck. I can go, school, how to get the whole. All right, Graham. We'll see you in a bit. Uh, I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll see you in like uh, a bit. A bit. Eleven thirty. Kid Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, so love is such a bigger thing, man, and um, we'll we'll get more into it later on. But for right now, Kevin, it's been fucking amazing having you on here, yes, man. I've been wanting to have you. Dude,
1: this is our actual driving.
0: real conversation that we've ever had, and we need to have more of these, man. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad. I I was happy to be a part of it and yeah, you know, share my thoughts too, and and to hear your guys. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's big, man. I love it.
0: Uh, I have an outro, but uh, do you have a last words? No, I don't. Fantastic, man. <laughs> um, I haven't seen this, at least I don't remember, so we're the... going into this one. Oh, oh, so so yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and uh, follow uh, Kevin on the Twitters and all that stuff. I'll put it on the link below, and I'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.